0: Listen and stream the only talk radio. Freedom, Freedom. 106.5 for the only talk that matter.
1: Once again, good afternoon, Trunan and Tobago. Just about 29, 21 minutes on the upswing to the hour of 5 o'clock. So it's 4.38, 4.39 in the nation's capital. On the topic of uh, safety Mondays, we have in studios for the very first time. You can check me out on the WhatsApp and check me on Freedom page officer jude rogers is in the building
2: hey what's up bro hey it's a pleasure official to welcome it's to my studios man yeah man thank you thank you really lovely place here i love what 106.5 is doing and um yeah very salient topics um i was listening to the guy before yeah, and Frank. i was totally blown away yeah boy totally totally blown the man
1: away. the man talks some talk there you know
2: mm-hmm. Poli- talk this police
1: etiago relating on the chair so boop 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 yeah we lock up too many high powered guns off the street but guess mm-hmm. what who get them fellas it them fellas could still get it on the zoom i have the center for human development
3: i think this is hanif good afternoon to you sir blessed good afternoon blessed good afternoon a pleasure to be here with you on this holiday monday yeah boy
1: i know i know how the thing is there boy it's a holiday and you gotta come out recording
3: in progress and
1: you gotta deal with it you know but that's just how the life is, bro. We gotta come out here and do understood. what we gotta do, and just understood. E- i just expecting to get on to Jason Seals Shields. He's not here yet, and um, you are what we call a traumatologist. Did I get correct. it correct at the Center for Human Development? Could you give me a little bit about yourself?
3: Um, Lord, What, what, what do you wish to know? So, I'm a <laughs> clinical therapist and clinical traumatologist at the center for human development limited a uh, psychological counseling and training and development company specializing in trauma treatment of course yeah that's a lot um yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we yeah. focus a lot on um trauma in the mean
1: all right so i mean i'm looking at your bio here and my lord woo, very very qualified individual here clinical therapist field traumat- uh, Traumatologist, uh, Certification in Child Trauma, Certification in Field uh, Trauma as well, Youth Development Specialist, and a Master Trainer. Also the, chief, uh, the President and Chief Executive Officer at the Center for Human Development Limited. So, sir, I want to say good afternoon to you and welcome you to Freedom 106.5 FM. I am Davey. And with me, as you know, is Jude Rogers. We are expecting to break words with Jason Shields. He's uh, expected to be in studio with us. Haven't seen him as yet, so he's probably on his way. So we're going to kick off our, our discussion this afternoon as we ask our first question or we'll have our first discussion: fire as a mechanism of crime.
2: Jude, definitely, mm. definitely.
1: Tell me about fire um, as it relates to arson firebombing Molotov cocktail rioting invo- uh, uh, involving homes businesses vehicles etc
2: well Davey really and truly a lot of crime is taking place and the and the mechanism of that type of crime is via arson It is the use of an improvised object mm-hmm. it is the use of an accelerant hmm. It is the use of an ignition source and it is designed to create mayhem is designed to create havoc is designed to destroy property and ultimately the lives of the persons who are under attack when they talk
1: about okay let me switch gears to mr hannif a little bit as he talk about the the psychological impacts that it have when it comes to trauma associated with a fire sir yes tell me how that impacts someone and what you employ in order to help that person
3: so um so when you talk about the the, the 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 trauma behind a fire that is one of the 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 things you notice i am a field traumatologist and and that is where i respond to, to disasters natural or man-made mm-hmm. right and, and fire can be one of those disasters The psychopathology behind um, someone who might be dealing with fire is is a difficult one on two levels. One, a fire may impact not just one person. It may impact a family, a community, a country, depending on the type of fire that we're dealing with. Mm. So that's the first thing we have to consider when we're looking at fire. The second thing we have to consider is loss, right? Whether it is loss of lives or loss of personal belonging. Now, people always make the statement, oh, it's material thing, we could replace that.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: But you can't replace a picture from granny who died 20 years ago.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: True. True. And, and you cannot replace, you know, something that has significant meaning The individual so that is one of the things that i tell people to, to you know to stop saying like you know it's only things we'll be able to get no we can't get it back this is the family home you could never rebuild a family home the way it was before and so when you talk about the trauma behind the fire those are the things as a traumatologist i look at i also have to look at and in some instances you would have seen right in trinidad and in recent times survivors of fire. For example, if there is a death and other survivor guilt, the trauma, the depression, the anxiety that comes with it, that is lingering and will linger for years, more so if no professional help. And sometimes people, you know, think that they are moving on. But without that level of intervention, there are times in life when it comes back. And so, those are the three major things that I look at when I look at fire and when I look at what it can do to an individual, to a community, and to a country at large, depending on the type of fire that we're speaking about. And
1: as you mentioned the country at large, I want to take our minds back over to Guyana.
3: Mm-hmm. With that school
1: fire where 20 students lost their lives. I think what... um is trying to say it this afternoon and it affects country is when a fire like that takes place where i mean we're looking at 20 persons dying one time by this and, act and, of and, arson go ahead sir
3: and that 20 is the, what i call the epicenter number that number significantly increases because for every child, you have a brother or a sister, a mom, a father, a grandmom, a classmate. And so that 20 turns into 400 very quickly. Yeah. Very, very, very quickly. And so I when you're dealing with, with, with the psychology behind that fire now, it's not just that 20, but you're now talking about what I break them down into circles, the immediate the second immediate and the third immediate and then everybody else
2: i agree i agree with you Mr. Hanif, because what i've noticed in my 20 years as a fire officer and having to deal with victims who come into our office because our office the fire prevention department is geared and designed towards one helping persons to get back on their feet when the fire occurs mm-hmm. um assisting persons with recovery of um lost documents um helping persons to understand the cause of the fire and I've had persons who've come into my office I'm talking about ageable persons persons mm-hmm. who are older than me mm-hmm. and uh, part of my job whether which I have not been trained to do is to offer some sort of counsel. and counseling well even as much as I could afford to them with with, with the heart that I have but no formal training has really been given to us to be able to deal with um, managing the trauma of a person. And so what we do, we we really try to reach out to to persons. I've had one individual, um, you know, this may not be as a result of a crime, but this was as a result of handling a domestic situation with his own children. And in this Mm. particular home, the child was spoken to and just didn't like what the father had to say and the child lit the the mattress of fire and that caused the entire home to burn down and this is a father who is literally struggling to put food on the table for this particular family and because they were not managing the adolescent within their home in a particular manner and you don't understand how to deal with such situations, there was a total loss um, and that gentleman came into my office and I'll never forget Divi. Mm-hmm. he sat there and while I'm there and, you know dealing with his situation
0: mm-hmm.
2: he tears is rolling down his eyes and mm-hmm. this is a, i mean this is a hard what you call a hardback man literally tears rolling down his eyes because his grief the trauma that he was experiencing knowing that how am i going to replace this asset that that took so long to be brought into being no one died in the fire but the losses were exponential and it has a really traumatic effect on the family as a whole. And, of course, that child, too, would also need counseling. Would you would be a mute, Mr. Hanef, Because the child, of too, course. is obviously going through some sort of challenge and difficulty. And that child would live with regret in the future for having mm-hmm. taken away the family home. That is a major issue that some people don't know. Because children mature. That's in the adolescent stage of the child. But as that child matures and takes on responsibility, they will remember... And so those lead to other causes such as even possibly suicide being suicidal tendencies because here it is i like, took away the livelihood and the living and the home for our family so it you're, you're absolutely right mr hanes fires have far-reaching consequences far and above that what is able we are able to see with the normal eye um i really love what you said about the epicenter and i could tell you every fire that we've gone on and every every um investigation has a ricochet effect. Even a commercial fire where we go, where there's an accidental fire in a factory. Think about the economic Mm. cost attached to it. The multiple persons who are now jobless. And nobody talks about that part because the company may get back on their feet. They may have insurance. But for that two to three months where there's no operation taking place, these persons still have mortgages to pay. They still have children to send to school. They still have all of their bills to deal with and there is no sometimes no recovery from those types of losses
1: gentlemen we have a call on the line hello good afternoon
3: good afternoon
1: hello yeah we're Uh, hearing you
3: tell me about the fire in guyana Uh, did they have a fire tender there and and was it filled with water
2: all right, <laughs> um, so, well, we, we, Kola, we in Trinidad, so. Kola, what, what I would tell you, is, I mean, well, we, we in the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service was still converse with our compatriots um in the region. I want to tell mm-hmm. you that there is a, the chief fire officer has, they would attend chief fire officers' conferences where they would confer and have discussions because we want to learn. And Trinidad, even though we may have our challenges, mm. we are still one of the heads or one of the leaders in the Caribbean when it comes to fire and fire response yes a lot of smaller islands and i've visited a couple of the smaller islands and their fire department is sometimes even linked to the police department which brings me to the point that the tran-tobago fire service was once part of the police department i
1: remember we had discussions 1951
2: on that 51 we separated yes so a fire officer and a police officer was one and the same
1: not again though. <laughs> you know, not oh.
2: anymore all right but the point that the caller was making and the point that i want to address um guyana is a very large geographical um country mm-hmm. and they're fast spread spread out so you can have a fire tender approaching that fire but it could be hours after given wherever your remote location may be in guyana so if it's in georgetown yes you could have a probably very rapid response as with a response in port of spain because we have the rising road fire station and all the other attending fire stations four roads belmont dago close by and they're close by and we bring all resources to bear. But when you talk about Guyana, <laughs> where you could drive for 400 miles and not meet another town,
0: mm-hmm.
2: that could be a challenge. It's time a we reach the day. house, Bondong flat, a yeah. crater in the wood. Yeah. So that particular call I know was also in a far-flung area within the Guyana. And I
1: find that it's so hard. I mean, mm-hmm. in those areas, we should put on like what we just do in Trinidad, Put on a fire post. Anyway, let me welcome uh, to the program this afternoon, Mr. Shields.
0: Good afternoon Trinidad, and, to and nice to be here
1: David. good man good nice good You pro- have
0: a nice program i listen to you all the time oh you do of course well thank you very much
1: sir for your kind support i, <laughs> I try my best to come
3: here.
1: <laughs> it's not often i come face to face with somebody that can tell me that they listen i appreciate that thank you very much no problem so welcome to the show sir and you know how i just do it on the radio i I'm very impartial as look for the dirt no, boy. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah
1: yeah yeah i try to dig it out he's just trying to be polished no, I not- it's
0: hard to get the dirty you know this <laughs> right <It's> <laughs>
1: You know, um, but we in, we into safety week, uh, crime and safety, and we're talking with the whole notion of how a fire can be used in a crime. What are your thoughts?
0: Well, I can't have any good thoughts about things like that. I well, mean, fire being fire being uh, as a as a tool for crime. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty certain that you would have touched on this uh, earlier. That one of the ways that criminals would use to cover up
3: correct to
0: cover up what Mm -hmm. you know their wrongdoings and so on and so um so obviously we have to always educate education is always the key to everything and educate everyone around us uh our co-workers our neighbors and so on of all the things all these signs that they will have and Mm -hmm. all they'll need in order to identify all these little issues and so on and so as long as we could have that, as, as long as we could have a handle on things like that, I think we're going to be on the, on, on the right path to trying to eliminate. And obviously, it cannot, it's almost impossible to 100% eliminate the entire situation. But the fact that what, as long as more people are aware, mm. we are going to be closer to where we want to be. Interesting. I mean, if I
1: want to commit a crime, but first of all, let me ask this question <laughs> What type of crimes can arise from arson?
0: Oh you could think about you, you could think about a lot of things in in our current climate our current crime climate a simple thing like a reprisal i've been on i've been on calls where um when we arrived, you would hear you would hear everything hey don't go there mm. and, and and the whole air is the fact that this was someone trying to get back at someone for something that they had done already done you know and yes that's that's that that's a real situation and that's something that we always have to we always have to deal with you you often uh Oh, uh, officer rogers would could attest to this that often when we when we encounter things like that the first the first thing that the 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 officer the person in charge will have to do is to make an attempt to get in contact with the police yeah and if because if we don't we are i mean what as long as we are responding we in harm's way and we're going to be p- putting ourselves in in further. further put the hands with by if, we, if we do not
2: sometimes you bring the spell out, mm-hmm. they spell out right before you arrive because you, when we go on a call it's at the early stage in a call it's actually when the fire was actually occurring correct and so sometimes we have situations where when we arrive the first thing we need to do is call the police first you can't even attend to the call in some instances you know um but i just wanted to allude to some of the that, reasoning that, that expression on your face
0: david that, that <laughs> no i'm
1: not listen i, I as, as you all might have known i i just try to figure the man in the taxi number I just always remember the yeah. guy in the taxi saying in the middle listening to the show
0: yeah
1: when you talk about you reach on a fire scene where um a blaze is happening buildings are wrong other children and you telling me people stopping in the community and you know hey what's going on don't go there right now yeah, yeah. let that burn
2: that's happened Davey. yeah but I just wanted to allude to which one of the, the particular acts in Trinidad and Tobago. You need to understand the legality of yeah. what is a fire and arson and how you can actually be imprisoned. I was getting to that, but okay. I'm happy that you're there. So we look at the Malicious Damage Act, Chapter 11, mm-hmm. um, uh, 06, mm-hmm. um, which is part of the laws of Trinidad. It says, any person who unlawfully and maliciously sets fire to any dwelling house. Mm-hmm. And when we say dwelling house, we're going to talk about any type of property. Any person being therein there is a is liable to imprisonment for life for life this is what i found was very interesting yeah, yeah. most uh-huh. of the acts right under
1: arson in this country mm-hmm. carries a life sentence
0: yeah th- those um but there, there are there are those that does not but, but the, carries but, a 10-year a 10-year minimum yeah, yeah but the action. main ones the main ones do
2: right so what it goes to say is that if you willfully and we have to look at the wording of this and i'm not a legal mind but i mean if you unlawfully and you willingly set fire to a dwelling knowing that persons are living or are currently in that dwelling and you are convicted or imprisoned as a result of that, and, and you get convicted, that may carry the, the, the lengthy sentence of life. But then
1: here is here is um, that same chapter eleven, verse six. Here is uh, point seven. Any person who unlawfully and maliciously sets fire to a building other than those specified in sections three and six mm-hmm. is liable to imprisonment up for ten years.
2: Right. So um, my 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 interpretation of that, and we have to be very clear on that, is a person. You may set a, a building on fire, but you you also know that you're doing that to get that person out of that particular the person not actually in the building at the time if okay. someone is known to not be occupying the building for instance there are properties that that that, that form the basis of a dispute between family members right and the, and it, it, let's say they don't want you to get the building so in other words what they do they burn the subject matter okay they burn the subject matter but you're you're not living in you're not living in it's it, an not inheritance yet. it's something that we're disputing as it's as an asset that belongs to me or to you And so, to get you to not enjoy what may be be belonging to you, we destroy the item in in, in question. And Mm. so, those charges or those when you are convicted of doing such, Mm -hmm. does not carry that lengthy sentence of, of life, but will carry the sentence of a maximum of 10 years. So, we have to be very careful to distinguish between the two. All right? But it just goes to show that the spirit of the law wanted so much to put a heavy penalty and persons even bringing the advent of a fire into nature, into being, because of the destructive nature. Because one of the things that we have to recognize, when these doors were brought into to being, we're talking about 100, 150 years ago, wooden properties were the predominant exactly. properties at the time. Exactly. And so a fire, in essence, could be the destruction of Portorspean. It should be. Think about it. As that. a matter of fact, just, <laughs> just to take up everything. Yeah. No, like I was going to the
1: destruction of Portorspean. Here, the thing that, that catch me, Evan, I was looking at If you shoot a man with a gun, Mm -hmm. well, you can't shoot him with anything else, Mm -hmm. but you shoot someone. You (laughs) could. Well, you're all right. You shoot someone and they they, they almost died. Mm -hmm. It could be deemed attempted murder. This is a life you're taking here. And it doesn't carry a life imprisonment sentence. It doesn't. So, I'm thinking you maliciously and intentionally set a building on fire where persons are dwelling as we get in in, in tree. All right. Um... Any person who uh, unlawfully and maliciously sets fire to a church, chapel, meeting house or other place of
2: divine worship is liable to present many church. So uh, if I may put go one, ahead the, the severity of that in question is because now you're talking about a place that is used for assembly. And we we, we make a distinction between a property that is a dwelling versus one that is an assembly. And so uh, you're thinking about a cinema, you're thinking about places um like a dance hall, a dance you're thinking hall, about yes. places yeah. where people accumulate a stadium. Yeah, for a specific You set a purpose, fire yeah. in a stadium and you get caught doing that. That's that you talk about how many thousands persons visit our, our stadium?
1: Yeah, but fellas, and Hanif you can uh, understand, you can wait at any time. Huh? We we we, mm-hmm. we welcome you guys. Of course, the numbers are six two seven three two two three six two five two two five seven, and you can send me a WhatsApp three zero six one zero six five. Gentlemen, let's not play smart with foolish things, and I will tell you why I say something like that. So I decided to build the Church, but it had nobody church. The church, I didn't set the church on fire when it was fully congregated, you know. I set the church on fire in the middle of the night, nobody in there. But I just do like that church. Every time they come to the prison, the Lord, yeah. the thing. I talk to the pastor. He tell me he worshiping the God. I could think. I burn down the church. How am I subjected to life imprisonment when I burn it down in the middle of the night? Nobody there. Because well, I understand setting the building ablaze with hundreds of persons yeah, in there. Yeah. Could understand that. But I decided to burn it down when he place lock up, man. Well this,
0: well, 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 this is where the letter of the law comes into play. Yeah, exactly. This is where the letter of the law comes into play. Uh-huh. Because while, um, like Mr. Rogers was, was alluding to a while ago uh-huh. with, with, the, with the assembly, right. the spirit of the law, is w- w- it was where the law was established, was, was the reason why the, yeah. why the law yeah. was established. Yeah. Yeah. This is where the letter of the law comes into play. And and, uh, and I mean, it stands to reason that persons who are in charge of handing down sentencing they may they may have the leniency because of a particular situation however okay. however the letter of the law will always stand the letter of the law does not change the spirit right. of the law does
1: or the principle that governs it what about the principle exactly the okay. principle that governs it so okay. they may the as you may as your management they may have leniency because at the time yeah exactly name burning sunday morning when church in full swing <laughs> We make an attempt <laughs> the light the fire
2: yeah and and the, uh, again uh, look, look at the wording he, uh, willful. willful mr hanef w- the word willful also determines it's, it's an intent exactly there's an intent and all these it's things that are, are taken
0: into consideration yeah. when when these penalties are, he- are yeah. handed down yeah. mr hanef you have a point
3: yeah I, I wanna i wanna i wanna jump in here because i don't wanna bring the point that speaks to the mind mm-hmm. right I remember when I was sitting at a certain place and I was going through the domestic violence laws to help create that law in a committee, Mm -hmm. I made a statement to the Attorney general and I said to him, you cannot legislate for an irrational mind, nor can you legislate for a broken emotion. Mm. And they they look at me with, with, with some level of strangeness. And I'll explain what I mean. And it's the same concept here. When you are pyromania, when you are dealing with severe broken emotions, when you are dealing with a person who is so irrational that there is no line between reality and irrationality, that they do what they do, no amount of law, no amount of penalty, no amount of jail time or fine will stop that person from doing what they do. I agree with too. And what I have found is most of our laws even in the recent times becoming more and more stricter more penalties more, you know and, and I'm wondering whether or not the, the psychological um part of, of anything was considered because when you're dealing with, for example that child that set the mattress afire or other children that set other things afire. Um, and I would ask parents of them when I'm doing assessment of children who are probably seriously behaviorally challenged. And I ask the question, is it that they play with fire a lot? And the mom would open her eyes wide and she said, yes, How oh, you know that? Because the mind goes that way. When you look at people who are severely traumatized, their mind goes that way and I'm wondering to the gentlemen there whether or not any consideration at all have been given to people who might be suffering with the disease of the mind, (laughs) people who might you know be dealing with mental health issues whether those mental health issues were found or unfounded or whether or not people were in fact given assessment to determine I said why would you want to burn our house why would you want to burn our church what is going on in your mind that would want you to destroy something by fire is it that this fire is doing something to you did it do something to you is it that you were aroused when you were um, setting this thing ablaze is it that you, you you were happy what was the emotion at the point and so sometime in order to solve these things on a long-term basis we have to study the mind Mm -hmm. of these people who would have set these things afire because only then we will understand why people do what they do
2: that's a
1: very interesting point that you raised there you know because when we look at the psychological effects of humans in committing or perpetuating any type of crime in this country i don't think as we as you mentioned the letter of the law the spirit of the law the principles they don't take into account for that you know
0: well that that what um Mr Hanif was talking about there a while ago that's very that's very difficult to deal with it is and and, I, and I'm gonna and I'm going to just um, harken back to uh an experience that I had mm-hmm. on the job I was I was stationed at the San Juan fire station several years ago and uh, in the space of two years I went to the same call the same house fire call twice. Mm-hmm. And 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 the cause of that fire was the same thing. No, there was no real. There wasn't actually. You know how things happen, when you hear things by the way, or you get information by the way, and it's not officially given to you. So there's so so there's no so so there's no real basis no real to, thing act, for you to, on like to like. act on. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and on on both occasions, as a matter of fact, on the second occasion was when it is I actually had the um you know actually thought about it seriously Mm. there was one young man who had lived at the at at that particular property There was like about four four of them in the family Mm. and he and he had a melting illness excuse me and on both occasions he had set that house on fire now mind you um and and i'm saying this it was at basically the same time of night and it was the same house Mm. and uh, it was a troubling thing so um, while while I appreciate the argument that the it's you know the the issue of the mind and we have to cater for things of that nature, it is difficult because what in some cases it's malicious and in other cases it's not even accidental it's just the nature of the person because of their illness yeah. so those Aww. are so those are things that we need to bear in mind when we talk about situations like this now and I'm, I'm pretty certain that what well, pre- prior to me coming in, um i'm pretty certain that you would, would have touched on how difficult arson is to to prove, to, to prove. i'm
2: gonna touch on that now
0: right. <laughs> you know? well, we're
2: going there
1: now because <laughs> not only that yeah. i mean <laughs> um one has to understand how to burn on a house i didn't even know there's a science <laughs> and mechanics behind it i mean i'm not going into the science and mechanics mm. so don't don't feel like they are going to listen to this crime symposium and we're going to get into that all right I have a very myopic approach right now, which is to deal with <laughs> what we're dealing with. So, don't yeah. can't ask me, well, how to put yeah. down. My approach is very, very myopic at the moment. So, Jude, let me talk about the, you know, um, I lost my trend of thought just uh, now.
2: Do we want to talk about the, the actual fact that you can use, use fires that's as right. a yeah. source of cr- of covering up crime. Covering up so, crime, so that's lem- 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 Let me just put some of the, the, the challenges that we have that come to the fire service on a daily basis. One. People are using arson to, one, cover the evidence of a crime that would have been committed, for instance, murder. Because in the case of murder, you have a body that remains at the scene. And so to destroy the mechanism by which that person may have been injured or injured or harm may have come to that person, let's say the person had gunshot wounds, let's say the person would have um, been affected by, let's say, a knife, cutlass, wounding, whatever the case may be and you burn the property with the person in it the thought pattern of the person committing the crime is that the evidence will be totally Whoa, destroyed exactly and that is not always the case fire does destroy things it's supposed to destroy everything but evidence remains and this is what someone um a lot of these persons who commit these crimes thinking ah and nah, I burned down the house <laughs> and, and the person in it thinking that that would have been enough to cover up the crime but I dare say that uh, even within my years within the fire service, we have been together with the police service. We have been, and once we identify that a person has that, I want to let Trina Tobago know that once a person dies and is called a death by, fire, by fire, that has to be thoroughly investigated by the fire service and the COP, meaning the commission of police and whoever the agents of the commission of police is investigating, um, it must be. I want you to know, members of the public, there is no way in Trinidad and Tobago. And I have to make this very, very clear. Many, many years ago when a particular um, host was on his radio program and he was on base in the Trinidad and Tobago Fire Service and how people get dead in this country and nothing is done. I wouldn't call the name of the particular host, but he's a political figure today. Nonetheless, <laughs> um, I'm sure that you could allude to who I may be speaking to. What? But nonetheless, nonetheless <laughs> we were able to address that issue and let the members of the public know that by no means the legally, the PS, the Minister of National Security or were under the fire service as a as department under the Ministry of National Security, we must, we shall provide some sort of thorough investigation so that we can then say this is the mechanism by which these persons would have died. Oh, you're almost boring and pathology. Oh, yeah.
1: It if you didn't tell me goes, this is the mechanism by yeah, which yeah, this yeah. person yeah, would have yeah,
0: died. Listen, right? the... They, what we're really here to dispel is the fact that people, the, the notion that firemen don't do nothing. <laughs> Alright? No, no, no. No, no. I, I, I actually, don't know how upstairs is listen still to this program, program. That is still, that is is still that, exactly I
1: hope on Safety Mondays we have derailed that thought totally <laughs> because, I mean, I surpass and see them fellas kicking ball. I never knew that was part of the PT exercises that you all have to do. You have to get physical, keep physically uh, trained and going. I, and I, I did not know.
0: Yeah, it's not an easy thing to be on a, on, on, a, on a fire scene for five, six hours, and you know, and have to keep your wits and and ensure that. This is it. So.
1: There's no, it's another easy thing to miss the truck. So there's a lot of things that we would
2: have, we would have spoke. <laughs> I might have to induct this gentleman <laughs> yeah, at the end of exactly. this. exactly. Yeah, of yeah, all yeah, the yeah, yeah. Sessions that we doing, he knows more he about the fire apparently. service. Apparently, of you course, know? don't I'm miss trying. the truck.
1: Don't miss that truck. Don't miss that truck. I, 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 I personally, had was a out moment the seen <laughs> while filming a documentary some years ago for CNC three. So I understand, I understand. And then Randy, you know, you met Randy, right? Yeah. Okay.
2: Gentlemen, I want to add. <laughs> I want to add another element to Tell that. Me. There are plenty layers involved with this as well. When you say layers, with um, arson, with arson, with okay. arson in itself. Now you have to understand the, the 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 intent. You also have to understand the purpose. Um, why persons would go to this extreme to use fire as the mechanism. One, some persons not only are they trying to cover up crime, some persons are trying to defraud. their agencies that make payouts as a result of a fire that has occurred. Mm. So you have insurance companies which pay large sums of money yeah. for property. And if it is that you, Davey, would like to to, to to, business may not be going well, it is easier for you to engage the services of somebody or, you know, a pyromaster, so yeah, to speak. And and and,
0: <laughs> and, and 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 that's something that people, while, you know, rumours fly about things like that. That's an actual real thing. It's real. That's a real right. thing. Mm-hmm. I mean we we, we we ourselves may not be may not have the evidence of it. Yeah. But that's actually a real thing.
1: Because I know in the states and in foreign countries you get that all the time. You know, but insurance fraud mm-hmm. by Arson in Trinidad, I I I, I to me it's far fetched. I'm not saying it's not plausible, it can't happen, it never did. But I, I how often do I read a story where I this person was caught and found guilty of burning down a property? For the insurance money
0: and again that that we, <laughs> and, and then we, Mr. Go back to, <laughs> and, and we go back to no, and
3: you, you're, you're, how, how you're hard it is approved correct. you're quite correct and i heard the gentleman said a few times and i know he's probably trying to to get a point in but but because of my keen air <laughs> i've paid attention yes it's hard to prove Difficult. it's hard to prove it's hard to prove and one of the things i've often said um I, because one of the things I've, I've never seen, and forgive me, I have never seen a person arrested and brought before a court for arson or or, or for any of the things, or insurance fraud or, or any of those mm. things. While it is very real in this country, right? Um, whether it's insurance for, on a vehicle, setting a vehicle ablaze, or, or whether it's insurance for, on, 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 a, on, a, on a business place. Or even a home, eh? even a home, eh? you know, and, and I'm wondering, you know, and, and not to take the place of the of the horse, but when you keep making the point, it is hard to prove. What, what exactly are you referring to? Because it is real. I mean, I have had instances, not with fire, but with water, right, where I was working in a particular place and the place, there was water, but the person put more water to claim more and and so the insurance people had to to come in and and do the adjusting and 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 it, it was um through some whistleblowing and stuff so so i'm wondering to what extent the 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 it is difficult to prove uh, you know that statement you keep making i don't know if you can speak to that because i, I want to come back and talk about the psychological impact there
1: good so uh i would off ask officer jude rogers to take this one
2: all right so mr hanif it it it, it is very clear That in some instances, there is not much of a remainder of some sort of evidence that allows Mm -hmm. you then to be able to draw the necessary points of conclusion. We use a scientific method um, to get to the the cause of a fire. But I will tell you, though, there are some instances. Mm -hmm. There are some instances where enough evidence remains, can be substantiated in a scientific manner. Whether it is to test the remainder of a particular solution to determine that there's an accelerant was used at the scene. So so the investigator and the investigation team needs to be very thorough. Mm. But to say that it is not possible, I will not say it is not possible. Difficult, yes. Mm-hmm. And this is where training, experience, and understanding the mechanisms that we that you're dealing with can bring to be and i can see um in my tenure within the fire service which is 20 years and 14 years in the fire prevention which is the investigative arm that together with our team our investigative team we have together with the police supplied enough evidence to bring persons before the court for murder by the mechanism of arson and that those persons multiple persons were convicted in the trying to high court meaning that they've gone through all of their possible courts of appeal and those persons are currently incarcerated for murder as a result of arson excellent all right Mr. so it's, it's not that it's impossible to do but there is a degree of difficulty one which i i would want to explain up to a particular point because i don't want to in, to enlighten too many persons as right, to the, right. the, the means by which you can actually get away with or you can prove such you, I wonder, I wonder yeah. if you understand where i are going with this. If I were to oh, say yeah. the mechanism here to you, then I, as, a, as somebody who looking to come to commit such a crime, will try to avoid that particular. It would be very irresponsible of us yeah, to, to put that.
1: that information out there. I, I, I won't do something like that.
2: But, 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 Mr. Hanif, you must agree that fire destroys evidence in by the very nature of a fire. Correct. So, 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 and when you have to substantiate something with scientific means. Or scientific evidence, if you do not have what we call the human indicator, meaning an eyewitness or camera footage or um, even secondary um, information, yeah, anything that puts
0: be a reasonable yeah. doubt. Yeah. yeah,
2: you know. So it it, it is it is now. I cannot say. Well, I feel ah, you that the go by mechanism was this. It had to have been this. Yeah. No. Yeah. I must be. now provide the evidence, show that it, it was it, it was improbable. For it, it to be any other mechanism but than this. this.
1: So then again, it's not what you know, it's what you can prove. Exactly. There you go. Exactly. So I have a question for the trauma, uh, traumatologist here. When it comes to, alright, so a person loses their home by fire and, uh, you know, they, they go to sleep at nights and they start getting flashbacks, what we could call okay. PTSD. You know, how do you deal with an individual like that? How do you, you know, help that person on the road to recovery?
3: um so so let me just jump in with the PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder for those of listening who might not understand what that is so in order to have ptsd we have to it's a time factor right you you have Mm. to go through the criterion so 30 days and you have to have about six of the the criteria to meet the ptsd um but in the immediate when you are treating with this i look at it from a few perspectives so in the immediacy of the fire i would be coming in to look at crisis intervention right Mm -hmm. so this is a fire that is happening now that happened now or last night so my role now is crisis intervention stabilize um the the the, the people also to provide real life support for example food clothing shelter where are you going Mm. what is going on so i need to make you okay Right, that is what's going on right now. At this point, we're not doing any therapeutic intervention per se. What we are doing is psychological first aid. So we are ensuring, just like what first aid is, immediacy, Mm -hmm. we are ensuring that the person is okay for now Mm -hmm. in their environment. Because after this, chaos, panic, confusion comes in. And when chaos, panic, and confusion comes in, We have what is known as a secondary crisis, the fire being the first. If we are not able to help that person to manage that, they may now go into a secondary crisis. And so we want to ensure that we mitigate all circumstances to ensure that that secondary crisis does not occur. And so we provide that level of crisis intervention. Once we are able to stabilize the family, right or or the person or people whomever it is then we begin to do the trauma work helping them to first of all come to the realization what happened so we allow them to speak their truth, allow them to speak how they feel and this is this is
1: this is the the adults we're dealing with
3: all adults and children because
1: i wanted to ask you if children were involved as well Uh, i'm talking five years six years you know
3: yeah as a matter of fact what i have recognized as a field traumatologist responding to crises throughout the region we seldom include children in our response because somehow we believe that children are resilient and they will be okay and because children show their level of distress in different ways and so i often say to people that is furthest from the truth we always have to consider the children as part of the, 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 the trauma work that we will do. And so this work is going to be with both adults and children, everybody, everybody, everybody. Yeah. And so after you stabilize, now you're going to begin the work and you're going to begin the work by allowing people to first of all, understand their emotion. Because a lot of time they have a lot of emotion going on and people might be angry, people might be blaming people, people might be frustrated. And so you allow them to recognize how they feel. Definitely. Go ahead. No, go
1: ahead. Yeah, I I am just, you talk about the frustration and uh, I'm thinking along the lines of anxiety because when you talk about secondary post trauma I'm thinking, okay, so you had the immediacy in terms of the relief funds that you, uh, the relief aid that you'll provide, clothing, a little place to sleep tonight, some food. But then when I wake up in the morning Uh and the reality hit me, that the memories, the albums, the the everything is gone. Mm-hmm. I am now left to pick up the pieces of my life. I may not be able to return to that property, not even for a rebuilding, to, to rebuild the pro- uh, the, help, the home and a project because it would have been badly destroyed, and I would need significant financial injection in order to do so. This is when I am thinking but- the secondary or the second stage of the frustration kicks the in crisis, yes. exactly. the crisis but, but kicks in then
3: yeah but more importantly a lot of people at this stage mm. begin to think about starting over what does that mean what does that look like
1: mm.
3: what does that mean when we were already struggling does it what does it mean when we didn't finish for the house because there is a Mr. Mm. that insurance is meant to put you back where you was and that's food is from the truth Hmm. right it's a myth it is, it is it is a myth yeah you have a car and you get into an accident you feel you walk in and i'm getting a check to buy a new car no, and no, you realize but no, no. well, wait now i still had to get dollars a car. guys
1: like going in the ocean looking for a mermaid
3: <laughs> correct correct and so all of those things we have to help people to now navigate along with the trauma of of losing someone or losing things it is real when people lose belonging. People trivialize belonging, but that is a powerful thing. When people have amassed a lifetime, two generations of valuables and it is gone, what happens then? You see? And so those are the things that we need to do. And then when they are settled enough, then we begin the longer term work with them. Unfortunately, in Trantabago, our public system does not allow for even the immediately thereafter kind of work. You know, people come in, you're swooping a day, two days, three days, and then everybody go back to their original life. And then the is left there to fend for themselves, even in the longer term. So what you find happening is changes in children's behavior over time. You'll find changes in the family dynamics. You'll find family problems quarreling and fighting. Who blaming who? Who doing this? all of those things are left without being mitigated and so as a traumatologist i try to, ins- to stay in the picture as long as possible to help people to navigate that because that is when you have the other level of trauma stepping in
1: wow you know you have given a lot at that i personally and i'm sure those that are listening did not even consider now, I mean, thank you so much for sharing that. I mean, we're still on the discussion. Let's sure? let's talk about the indiscriminate burning and protesting, you know, when it comes to that and uh, the illegally setting of bushfires because I fed up, no, see Pepin in here, had a lightest feel and clear this, mosquito biting me. Let's talk about that,
0: gentlemen. Well, the most common of uh, willfully setting up fires in Trinidad and Tobago is agriculturally based, during the bushfire season. And that's something that a lot of, if if not all, persons, especially in the operational arm, is going to be. They, they are going to be very uh, very accurate with with, with with things of that nature. I mean, we we, and again, it's difficult to prove because you'll be driving mm-hmm. down the highway. Mm-hmm. I'm just bringing a, a scenario that's that everyone is common with. You're driving on the highway and you're gonna see this big large fire on, on the side of the road, on the side of the highway, but. Can anyone actually see that they actually saw anyone lighting this fire, setting this fire? Mm-hmm. Don't, don't. And at the end of the day, there's there's an appliance somewhere else dealing with one, and that same appliance has to has to come and deal with that one that you know seeing there. Mm-hmm. People are upset, and we have visibility problems. And but and and, and it's a, and it's not just and it's not just a nuisance; it's actually a crime. I and and I'll bring I'll bring another I'll bring another personal. Um, experience that I had was I, was I was attached to Arima years ago, uh-huh. and it was Sunday afternoon. And just like everybody else, I mean, the viewers come to work, and you would like to know that it's an adjo- enjoyable <laughs> shift that you have. Hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> and we were, and <laughs> it's the middle of the bushfire season, and it was a Sunday afternoon, right? And the ship was, you know, them, them guys were having lunch and but we know that it is it is a real thing for us in the middle of whatever we're doing we're going to be was it the blue watch what watch you was on that information (laughs) all right he (laughs) was on our watch all right cool and 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 we will call out to this call and this fire was actually in someone's yard and this person was so indiscriminate in lighting this fire so close to their home yeah they were thinking that well if it if it does get out of hand I'm home and I'm going to, and I, I basically had the, had the attitude to tell the guy because he was, we were out, out in, you know, in the road and he was sitting and I could see him sitting, eating his lunch, took us away from eating our lunch and he was eating his lunch and I was saying, look, let me tell you something. If you don't extinguish this fire and, and this is generally what officers usually do. Although we know that it is illegal and we know and we, I mean, we can't prove it at that point in time, but we know that you just set this fire. The easiest thing for us to do is to call the police and have the police deal with the situation. But but there's also the there's always the threat of the spread and all those sort of, sort of things. So we deal with it. And I was telling this guy, look, do not do this again because this is not hmm. this is this is beyond just a fire that that threatens your home. It is something. This is, this is actually a crime, and obviously because of, I guess, well, ignorance or, I guess, you arrogance. know, annoyance and yeah. arrogance and so on. He didn't appreciate that. He didn't appreciate that. Now, I could tell you that I wasn't, I wasn't anyway, any way rude to the guy, but he might think so. <laughs> but, you know, but um, the point is, the point is, at the end of the day, there's, there's, uh, the, there are laws that govern these things. And uh, a lot of times, just like, and other things in Trinidad and Tobago, mm-hmm. we choose to deal with it one way, when in truth and in fact we should be dealing with it a, the legal way. Because I mean, the only way people you I mean it's human nature, the only way people usually would learn about these things, will learn about is if you is if you actually impose the consequence on them. True. Mm. Okay. And uh, I, I I was even in a situation where again, in a man yard and a man threatened to call the MP. And I told him, well, go ahead, call him. Because at that point in time, I know there's no way he could win this. But I'm thinking, you guys
1: are the fire officials. You all are on a, on a scene that could save our life
0: in terms of, uh, and property. But David, people don't look at it like that. What if he'd only come to do, people, rob them? People believe that, people believe that we're here just to annoy them. Because like like oh, like, like, like we alluded earlier, a lot of people believe that I mean, but the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is when we do get into action, it, it means that it often means that someone is in distress.
2: And it's the hand. It
0: okay. The hand. So, so we will, so like I said, there are ways that we could deal with this and that, that would cause people to learn, but we choose not to do so because, because there's a whole lot of different layers of things that has to go have through. to go
1: through in order to, so it's easier to it's just easier warn to them just
0: caution them correct. and, and just extinguish and move on to the next step jude yes.
2: what well, i wanted to point to bring to your attention that in the fire service act chapter Thirty Five Fifty, fire officers do have powers of arrest of arrest yes um but a lot of persons is never what? It's, it's not yes, yes fire do. officers do have power of arrest and i can tell you clearly the conditions under which are officer can arrest you Section thirty
1: six yeah. gives us gives yeah. us the power of arrest. I okay. would like to hear those conditions. And
2: the condition is very plain and simple. If you, while a fire officer is carrying out his duty lawfully, you obstruct, you in any way do not you you try to um um cause that Impede, pursuit, instruct, in, yeah. Or you cause harm or danger to that officer while he's trying to carry out
0: his lawful or duty. Any, or any of his <laughs> any officer under his charge or yeah.
2: right? you can be arrested by the officers on site. Um, because that's an imminent danger to the fire officers and so, uh, to, to the firing out of his duty. So then
1: it, it leads me to this question: that's off, the, not really off topic, but yeah. off the the, 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 the channels. Uh, you all have handcuffs?
2: <laughs>
1: no, we don't. Because I was wondering if, if you know somewhere <laughs> in the in the fire truck compartment there a pair of handcuffs
0: is is there for, for occasions it like this? It has happened. It has happened, and um and the and the officers who have done it tactfully you know arrest the person arrest Hold them and you know
1: and, and tell the authorities uh, exactly bring, because the thing about it is you all have i mean um sunday saturday saturday evening saturday well early sunday morning around a little after 12 there was an rta out there at mccoya mm-hmm. and uh, i was coming up the road but i just need to get home i'm feeling tired so when i reach the mccoy intersection i'm watching the fire appliance across the highway and I'm recognizing there's a long line of traffic to get through to McCoya <laughs> and I just need to get up to the east. Oh
2: yeah.
1: And I am seeing a, a part of the road <laughs> where vehicles can pass. Yeah. It's one lane, yeah. you know, to the extreme right of the highway. There's yeah. a, there's a lane. Yeah. So myself <laughs> and I, and Twitter, you know, we engine up. <laughs> no, guys, it sounds funny. I know I'm on a fire program, but I'm looking for the fire officials. Yeah, it's only funny because you get away with it. But I didn't I didn't get away. The officers <laughs> ran out of the new road. <laughs> and we do and it's only then they realized that all the traffic watching this situation and realizing because I was looking for the fire officials, yeah. they were the side of the highway, mm-hmm. dealing with whatever the uh, the RTA, the ambulances there, the police. Mm-hmm. And this little opening Giving people the false illusion that we can pass through and continue our journey. Yeah. It's a natural um, it's response. In, but the, of the officers weren't public. rude. But they're like, we are doing? And then people started showing them. And then they look around. And we're like, oh, they have an opening here. We need to yeah. close that. Yeah. <laughs> because people are coming. Yeah. Now, the thing about it is, we have spoken with Julian many times on this program. And he talked about officers losing their lives yeah. while responding yeah. to an RTA. Yeah.
2: It's mm-hmm. a, real yeah. it a real issue. It is a real issue. Police officers aiding us in our job as well. Exactly. They've lost their lives. Yeah. Um, I just wanna mm-hmm. allude to, to something mm-hmm. very important as well, guys. Uh, we talked about covering up using arson to cover crime. Crime. That's murder, evidence, other, other, other stuff that may mm-hmm. have done. It may be a theft. You went yes. to a particular property and yeah. you would have stolen goods. And you now use arson as a means to cover up the, exactly. the points of entry where you would have actually broken and entered because oh. one of the destruction patterns of a fire is broken glass yeah. Um. burglar proofing that may be may, may be melted or, or damaged and,
0: and as a result. Also, and arson is used yeah, to Yeah, arson the is used to cover. Teff,
2: teff, where there's pilfering on, 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 on the commercial, even in private property. And, and, and
0: in some cases, what you'll find in situations like that is that um, one of the first things, and, and Mr. Rogers' could um he will um attest to this yeah. is that things that are inconsistent with what mm-hmm. would you know break it into an area he okay. said that he said that earlier on the show all right i don't go into too much yeah. Yeah, you go too again much i, don't, much I don't want to give yeah. away the you know <laughs> the, the the
2: years and years of experience you, you know, know allows things, us things to yeah, figure exactly, things out yeah, you know exactly. um guys i want to go to more ahead. crime that takes place as a result yeah. of us let's get to the it. serious crimes that take place. More and more, and I I want to allude to some of the statistics now. So more and more, some of the fires that we are noticing, and they are they are, as a result of when you get into the the, the cause, um, what do we call root cause? Because mm-hmm. there's the actual cause and then there's the root cause. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the root cause may have may have occurred six weeks ago with the quarrel that would have taken place between two persons and so forth and yeah. then the retribution that comes afterwards. Yeah, exactly. All right? Mm-hmm. Reprisal as Reprisals, we know. Reprisal as we know, yeah. We are noticing fire bombings, Molotov cocktails that are being used to destroy mm. police persons' property, especially vehicles. Yeah. You will not believe the amount of fire calls that we have received involving. Cause where it's a vehicle, vehicle is parked outside of your property. Um, one piece of glass is broken. We can tell whether the glass was broken from the inside and or the outside. outside. Yeah, exactly. And what? then we know, yeah, yes, and then we know the mechanism now where the fire uh, is within the compartment of the of the um, you know the carriage only, nothing in the trunk, nothing in the engine. Nothing. And so if there's a fire that's resulting as uh, from a fuel base uh, or something from the engine compartment, we know it will burn from the outside. You know. But now we're seeing. Internal damages to the vehicles, and we know this is malicious acts of damage to property via arson. And these are the ones that we're speaking to. These are the one that carries that imprisonment of ten years once you are convicted of such. And so, what we are asking members of the public, and this is now me making a, a, a call, yeah, an it awareness. is not impossible to prove arson. It's not impossible. It's not impossible. It's never impossible. And it's so just we, difficult. We do, we do need the support of members of the public especially because it may happen to your neighbor. But guess what? It can happen to you. And so what we are asking person is not to put your life at risk by providing testimony, but you just need to provide, whether it is the video footage that may be available from your camera system, yeah. um, whether it is you at the point us in the right direction. You could do so anonymously. You could call in on the 990 hotline. You could still give us information via that. You know, you don't have to allude to your number and all of these other things. And so police and fire have and will continue to work very closely towards eradicating eliminating and reducing these types of fires that are that are showing up in our statistics that are showing up on daily ladies and gentlemen when you're talking about a riot or even a a rally or a protest for some reason I want members of the public to know that that is also illegal. Yeah, there's a process to go through to to, exactly. to, 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 to do these things. Exactly. And so blocking the highways, using debris, burning across the road. Yes, we know the social issues that are, in, that are impacting. But these things can also lead... Because sometimes businesses will do that and they're going to use an accelerator and they could end up being... Yeah. Charged for In acid. the process, not just charged. You can injure your Enjoy own yourself. Yourself. Yes. That's it, that's it. In the process of trying to set this fire you can injure yourself and your and the persons who and sometimes it may be law abiding citizens who have just reached the end of their their, their we, rope yeah, And listen we we sympathize we understand but we have a duty of care Correct. we have a duty of care not just to you but to other road users and other home homeowners who are in close proximity to what you may be in actual fact causing harm and danger to others so there's so many different forms of <laughs> of criminal activity that are taking place and when you look at the mechanism arson is at the heart of it so i again i i i sometimes wish i could remove the the first name from the fire service and just say the public service in terms of the the service that we provide because when you put fire at the beginning of that people think that all fire service deals with is fire issues but the, the, the 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 public safety aspect of fire fire service it goes beyond and our access very clearly that we are to protect life and property, property. from dangers fire or fire not even fire related it's in the act
1: wow
0: that's why your response is
2: heavily yes fire but acts that are not fire related yeah. it's right there in the act
0: humanitarian services
1: that's what we do Remember when we started this program, I always say that the Batman and Robins of the of the society is really the fire officers. When you look at the dangers that you all put, you, I mean, you literally running into danger to rescue a life. We have a couple of calls on the line. Are you guys interested in getting those calls out? Definitely. Sure. Hello, good afternoon. Hello,
3: gentlemen. What I'm um, saying my question is I am you up the of uh, van trucks selling four cylinders, gas cylinders. No flashback resistor, no fire extinguisher. They're driving at 3 speed in and out of the traffic, and the conceders are knocking themselves one against the other. How important is this, and how deep All right. And one, two, Really?
1: Uh-huh.
3: I repeat myself again. I told you at the beginning with the same morning, you have raised the bar of renewal. This is the that have done that again. So, I to you and have a present in the order of the program.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for your kind support, sir. Greatly appreciate.
2: I want to thank the caller for making that observation. One of the things that the fire service is paying close attention to, the movement of any sort of hazardous material, The movement of flammable material Mm -hmm. on the nation's roadway Mm -hmm. is something that falls under the jurisdiction of the chief fire officer and must require permission and his attention. So that permission comes in the form sometimes of you being able to do so with the necessary precautions. So you see gas trucks moving, but they must have a... Twenty-pound fire extinguisher the the, the the driver is trained and when he's dispensing fuel he's not to do so with just his supervision alone but he must have the attendant assisting or onlooking they must create barricades when you are dispensing the fuel but there are also some situations where we have other things moving on the nation's roadway that are substances that are supposed to be controlled by the fire services
1: well. i want to hear about that hello good afternoon good
3: afternoon hello
1: yes sir we're hearing you try to see
3: solve solve this problem please? There is a cricket game going on in a village. Small cricket game, you know. And uh, one of the, the the guys took the ball and run with it. And the batter take his bat and break up the wicket. Which one guilty? The man who took the ball and run with it? Or the one, the batter, who break up the wicket? Tell me, if you can...
0: There was the silence david that question was for you i,
2: want I don't want to forget my friend mr hanef because yeah i have um, a i have a question for yeah. mr hanef well. for me that no
3: no 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 i would never
2: <laughs> put <pour laughs> that we, we ain't playing that on you. never would i do that
1: never. i i wanted to ask you you know um as a traumatologist um does the fire services engage you a lot you know um are you part of the could you be um the dean part of the team how the, the fire services are saying that they want you. They want you to be part of the team. I mean.
3: Well, well, well we are the Center for Human Development Limited. We are here ready, willing, and able. Um, just give us a call and let's figure out how um, to to get there. Um, it's not without trying, um, you know, because we have been trying. Because we believe that there is a serious, not just... For the work that you do with with the public, but for you, because while we can talk all we want about the public, my concern, um, which I have which I have penned to the chief fire officer at some point, is you and your mind, because there is something called vicarious traumatization mm. that you go through every single day, and so we need to pay particular attention to that. And I will use an example when I give that. I remember a few years ago, a friend of mine, well, an acquaintance who so I went to school with, called me on a Sunday to meet him by a bar. Now, if you know Halif, I don't do bars. Yeah, and worse yeah. yet, I don't do them yeah. on a Sunday. <laughs> because he called me, I went. Uh. And he was already on half the bottle of punching with water and he offered me. And if you know Halif, I am more <laughs> a Scotch guy as opposed to punching. <laughs> But he told me he used to work in, in the Monrepo area. And mm-hmm. so to go to Port of Spain, he would drive up the main road. And I couldn't understand why. Because he could not drive on the highway between San Fernando to uh, I think or somewhere up there. Yeah. yeah. Because he would see dead bodies. Mm-hmm. He would see bodies that he scraped from the floor, from the road. He he and so And so his mind was preoccupied with death and dying constantly to the point where he was not sleeping. And I have been concerned for you guys who go out there every day and have to risk your life, where you can go out there and may not return home depending on what you deal with. And so my concern is is also for you because when you go there, we want your mind to be in such a place that you can take on the job. And I don't know if a lot is being done to ensure that the minds of you and your officers are well done. So when you talk about joining, on two aspects, one, to help protect the mind of the workers, and two, to help deal with the immediacy, the crisis intervention that needs to happen immediately thereafter.
2: Mr. Han, if you hit the nail on the head, uh, if I might say so. A numbing effect that um you you have to sort of inoculate yourself as a fire officer for you to actually go forward sometimes um i'll tell you for myself in my 20 years of service um where children and and young people are involved um that has a that that leaves a very 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 heavy stain on you it is very traumatic for fire officers as well to have to deal with the, the 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 fallout of that and uh, many of us may not deal with it uh, in the best manner
0: and uh, and, and, and there's mm-hmm. also there's also the the um the situation where persons like myself I'm I've I've been a fire officer almost 27 years yeah. mm. and uh, you would come in during a time where the culture is a sort of macho culture yes. if you if you if you can't deal with this this is not the job yeah, for you and yeah. now and now we are uh, we we've, we've learned so much and now we are more sympathetic to the psychological side of 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 the job okay and not so so but there are many of us still who still hold that culture that we came with and believe that Hmm. everything else makes you soft when Hmm. the truth and in fact it actually makes you human because 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 those things always existed
1: yeah we just
0: did not we couldn't put a label on it. We didn't. We didn't know how to term it. We just didn't know how to deal with it. All right, but it's and so always been there, and right? it's always been there. So, so there, so there are some of us. There's a generation of us still here who still will resist things like that. But in truth and in fact, if we need to get as much as we could out of our charges, we need to understand that as well, and I we agree. need to have that in.
2: I agree. I have taken particular steps to not um, allow myself to become so numb to the fact because this is a human life because then you just see there's another call and I I can't and I will not allow myself to reach that stage let's talk about the measures for arson All right. so in terms of arson there are things that you can do to make it very difficult for someone to um, commit acts of arson against you so where your property is concerned um, what you want to do you want to make sure that you don't leave places where persons can actually place items within your property. So, yes, someone may be able to get over your wall, but um, I would say most properties, your construction, you remove vent blocks and all of those types of possibilities. Um, your your burglar proofing is one measure. However, again, I would remind persons that you need to ensure that your burglar proofing is of the fire escape type that mm. it can be unlocked and opened Selected from the to inside. Escape. But basically what i would suggest to members of the public ensure that your property does not have combustible materials lying on the on the perimeters or even near your property itself if your roof is made of a wooden material you definitely want to protect that because that is a mechanism by which someone can ignite your home all they need to do remember wood is going to be readily um, combustible. combustible so i advise members of the public stay away from the pvc type ceiling unless it's for a garage or unless it's for a dog house or something like that but not for the main em- elements of your home similarly with wood you can use it to adorn internal parts of your home but do not use it for the external parts of your yeah. home where you have vent blocks you can use wire meshing yeah you can use wire meshing to, pre- to prevent to, to prevent the ability of someone to tr- throw through a some lot of cocktail through it. of course if you have a person can break your window what they will do they will break the window and then throw the uh, molotov cocktail it. through the, the the orifice that has been created so again you want to inoculate yourself against those type of situations long ago we used to have shutters on windows and so forth there were reasons why many of these things from the past were done not only for hurricane season, <laughs> wow but these yeah are some of bring the back that yeah, and yeah. you know and you see that so sometimes when you're designing your home as well even your vehicles if you can and not have your vehicle exposed to directly in the direct um, pathway of a persons to view. And um, that's also a way that you can actually put your vehicles probably even if you are it to the side of the building, but not have your vehicle as an open attraction. All right, because persons want to harm you. Another mechanism: somebody want to get you out of your home to inflict um, some um, harm to you. Mm. I would damage your vehicle you're coming on when sure. the alarm goes off you're coming you may out. or may not come out but i, I, I could catch you that way so i'm asking members of the public to be wise about that even though you have cameras and those and a camera is only going to record it's not going to prohibit they could smoke you out all those other different things people can do all right, and always remember the number for the fire service. Make that call to us, it's 990. I know persons who dial 911, even if you were to dial 911, <laughs> <choice> um, <laughs> it's going to come back to the, the fire and the police yeah. service, yeah. and we will respond accordingly. But as I always say, 990 call a hero, and it's not for us ringing our own bell, but it's just the fact of the matter that who else you're going to call?
1: Hey, brad's always heroes, boy. <laughs> I don't care what nobody says. <laughs> I mean, police do a good job to protect and serve and all of that, but the real Batman and Robins of the society, the real Superman, are the fire services. And that does not just in Trinidad, but it's across the diaspora, across the world. Yeah. They are the first responders. I mean, we, we see all these, all these series on televisions now uh, Chicago P- uh, Fire. And it, you, you see what they do, you know. From, from, and Trinidad, I don't think nobody qualifies. the service. They can't take a cat out of a tree.
2: No, hardly. <laughs>
1: but those things happen in the US. Where the pet is trapped mm. and they call the fire department and they come out. No, nah, there's are call for everything. Believe me, there's are call for everything. One thing I know that happened recently, and I know it's a crime as well. It may not be arson, but it's the, it's the wrongful employment of the fire services. There was a during the dry season. water had prob- They had problems with water. And these persons purportedly called the fire department reporting a fire. Had the people blazing coming down the road i and all was in the area looking for this smoke and this fire the ambulances are accompanying the fire department the fire services coming only to recognize when they reach the, the the spot of the
0: supposed distress call they want to get their water tank filled now they have laws against things like that yeah well, the, same, similarly to wasting police time there are laws against things like that and again only until they feel the brunt of the consequences people are going to continue doing those things
1: yeah because the the fire was, I, I mean I spoke with them they spoke with me as a member of the media and the, the 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 driver was saying to me he almost got in an accident rushing to this blaze yeah but I am saying they're coming I I, I said well somebody it had an accident because means you no smoke no way and then when they reached the place GPS I don't know they reach the people outside looking to fold the tank but they end up in the police station mm-hmm. I don't know what came out of it okay. but the fire truck was seen in the police station in the area and reports to me the ambulance was there because
0: they they
2: call for water
0: good for them good for them
2: you all don't do these things what well, i would also advise when persons make um verbal threats against you to burn your property for yeah. instance say yes. i will burn your house yes. down go ahead and do that i will burn your house down.
0: make those reports i
2: am asking members of the public make those to reports make those reports come forward yes um reported to the fire service as well you can write an official letter of yeah. complaint to the fire service we are obligated by law to respond to all complaints that come in writing
0: that's right
2: and but i'm also registered that with the police and then bring that slip that you get from the police to the fire, so, service. To the fire service say the mechanism by which you supposed to see they're going to burn or if they what if they're going to burn uh, the they car down because people do make good on these threats they do. They do make good on this.
1: I have a couple of things again, very quickly. One for Hanif. I mean, do you think, uh, very briefly, do you think enough is being done? or Enough support systems are in place to help victims who may have lost um, items that w- and was devastated by fire. Do you think enough is there to support them?
3: I I I think the mechanisms are in place. How those mechanisms are working is 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 yet to be to be seen. And also, I think that there is. Much education that must happen because I think people believe that they should be offered to the tune of what they had and, and not so much to get you back on your feet. And you see this a lot in Christ, in, in, in natural design, in anything, whether it's a flood. I like fire. what you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because people believe that if I had a fridge and I paid $17,000 for this fridge from courts or wherever, that the help must give me back a fridge. To that like value. my $17,000 fridge. And, and I think a lot more educating needs to happen so people understand that getting you back on your feet might give you a, a, a very smaller fridge, if, 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 you know, for want of a better analogy. And so social development ministry, I know there, there are mechanisms in place. My only concern is it takes too long for people to get the kind of help that they need because when people are distressed by disasters for example fire they want to get some semblance of normalcy as soon as, as. quickly
1: as possible as,
3: um, yeah and, and sometimes it takes months all right before people get basic things
1: thank you so much for your input there and uh, this final question to you guys what are some of the basic fire uh, fighting equipment do you think a household
0: should have you know just a general reminder to the public before we wrap things up here but well, we know extinguishers it, and 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 once you have an extinguisher educate yourself and your family on how to how to utilize how to use an extinguisher where to place it and all those things the fire service is always here for you for that particular education and you can't get better than training yourselves to have an escape plan right right and have mm-hmm. yourselves and have yourselves ready for not just fire but for any emergency within That's your right. home That's right to to get to a place of comparative um um, area where 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 you all are safe a comparative area of safety ultimate area of safety and and these things should be these things should be planned and these things should be you know just just going over so that you so you and your family will be a curer with all those all those systems in the event that something happens in at your home
1: Gentlemen, I want to say much love and thanks very much. Mr. Hanif, thank you so much for joining us here on the Crime Symposium for this afternoon. Thank you for having me. I look forward to chatting with you sometime in the near future, sir. All right, thanks again. Streaming at freedom106.5.com.